Hello and welcome back to Finding A Way. I'm your host Evie Toombs and this is the show based on my motto of find a way, not an excuse. Here so that you can make the most of everything you can achieve by helping you find a way through each topic we discuss. Now a really quick one before we start today's episode. Last week we announced and launched the very first podcast episode and the response has been phenomenal. I did a little happy dance every time I read a comment or message from one of you saying that you enjoyed it, found it useful or that it made a difference. So thank you for letting me know, I really do enjoy hearing from you and if you ever have any ideas of something you'd like covered in the show or you want to let me know something, drop me a message, you know where I am but I'll leave a link to my email and social medias in the show notes below just in case you don't. Moving forwards, I was planning the next week ahead and checking the weather forecast which during an English January is not the most uplifting thing to do and I saw online that the day this podcast will be released is actually Blue Monday. Now to help jog your memory if you're not completely understanding what Blue Monday is, it's the title that has been given to supposedly the most depressing day of the year. I think some university professor managed to precisely calculate it And we've ended up with Blue Monday, which is kind of the combination of supposedly Christmas blues, cold nights, and the unpaid credit card bills, all that type of thing. And he's given it a name, which is lovely. So he was probably a very uplifting person. (laughs) Now I'm going to give you this bit of insight for free. I'm calling this pure waffle. The idea that we can dedicate a day to being miserable Uh, I just don't buy it, you know, so much good can happen in one day, babies can be born, chocolate can be eaten, Netflix shows can be streamed, even during another UK lockdown, there's a lot of good in any day that seems to get swept under the rug when we label a day as being bad. Now I understand you could believe in this, maybe you're the type of person who pulls out an extra large tissue box and plays their violin just to get the full effect of Blue Monday. However, I don't believe it's realistic to predict how amazing or equally awful a day can be in any case, because they're full of surprises and that's kind of the best part. We all high and low moments in our life, but to live each day to the full, which seems to me to be the most productive way to try and live our lives, you need to let those low moments let go of them instead of calling it a bad day. Otherwise, you'll end up grouping the next 100 moments in your day with that one bad moment and labeling your day as a bad day. A lot of the time it doesn't work like that. Now I'm not saying this will solve all of your problems but it will help you deal with them and thrive despite them and I think that's how we get through life accepting that there are sometimes bad moments and then moving on from them and looking forward to the better ones. 
labeling your day as a bad one when you're halfway through is a bit like walking out of the cinema during the adverts before the movie has even started. You need to give it a chance. So you'd be surprised how much it helps to remain neutral about your day, at least until it's over. Now, if you joined us for last week's episode, you may already know that what I like to do here is flip things upside down and look at this from a different angle. So, instead of waking up and turning any day into Blue Monday or a miserable day, how do we wake up and turn every day into a more positive one? We know that so much can and does happen that is out of our control each day. In reality, we're actually a small part of a jigsaw puzzle. But if we can get our start right, that's a pretty good way to begin. Not to mention that 24 hours is actually a very long time and a lot can happen. As I've said, every single day has high and low moments, so dwelling on your low ones could mean that you lose out on enjoying your high ones. I think it's also worthwhile saying that if being sad and happy was as easy as dictating a day to it, life would be a lot easier. In fact, I'll tell you a bit about this from my perspective. Birthdays are usually a day where everything goes to plan, you can enjoy yourself and have a celebration. Naturally, you would consider your birthday as being a good day. Now, I turned 19 in November of last year and I love a good birthday. It's probably one of my favourite memories from my childhood. However, last year, I spent most of my day holding back tears and I think around four hours of the day crying uncontrollably. So to explain a little bit more, I was in hospital at the time and actually on the high dependency unit with heart monitors attached to me. I was on my sixth bag of potassium and I didn't know any of the nurses and I hadn't slept for around three days. Now, due to COVID, of course, there's no visitors available in hospital, so I couldn't even see my family at a time when I was already feeling really alone and needed some support. I just could not stop sobbing, and it completely broke me. Needless to say, it was not my finest moment. And that's completely okay, because we're all human. But moving on from that, it's a great example that you can't just predict that a certain day will be wonderful or happy, even if it is a certain date, like your birthday or another special occasion. It's the same with Blue Monday and waking up believing that any day is going to be miserable. It's not a tactic anyone would necessarily recommend for your happiness or quality of life. So trying to remember that you can't dictate things, but you can at least try and start it the right way is another great way to at least begin your day. Now with that said, here's something I do believe has much more weight to it. And that is how we begin, react to and live each day. So let's start with begin. 
Now, this is an honest place and I am quite happy to admit that I could definitely improve my general morning routine. Everything I do is kind of great. I, of course, lock off my TPM, which is my nutrition that goes into my Hickman line in my chest. That's the first thing I do each morning. And then I tend to speak to my family and plan out what I'm going to do for the day. Here's the thing though, what you actually do first thing in the morning isn't the most important thing about beginning your day, but it's actually the mindset you begin your day with. Waking up, you don't need the perfect day ahead of you, but instead the thought that you're going to make the most of whatever today has to offer. So if that means enjoying a hot coffee and some peace one day, going for a walk between working or catching up with friends and family, whether it be online or outdoors. You are completely allowed to plan your day around having these small moments of enjoyment. I know waking up may not be your favourite time of the day and as far as mindset goes, it can be quite hard to reboot first thing in the morning and get all of your ducks in a row. But knowing that in each day there are mundane moments that we consider average and also enjoyable moments that you can look forward to means that you can begin to move your thoughts past it just being another boring day and make things more fun and enjoyable. I actually did this in hospital quite a lot. Whilst each day wasn't my ideal scenario because I was stuck in hospital and not allowed to see family, And I was also so weak that at times I couldn't even stand to wash my face. On those days, I would look forward to FaceTiming the animals at home. My mum would call me and show me the dogs, Spud, our Shetland pony in the garden and anything else happening at home that gave me a glimpse of normality. That was such a small part of my day, but it kept my spirits up, having something to look forward to between all of the stress of hospital and being able to appreciate the small things that are actually pretty big in that moment of time. So, as far as morning routines go for now, instead of feeling like you need to have a two-hour morning routine with yoga, green tea and a five-kilometre run... P.S. For anyone who does this, then I fully support you and I do want to know all of your secrets. But if you can start your day with a mindset that accepts the mundane moments and the fun ones in the day ahead and looks forward to those small wins that bring you some joy, you'll have started your day more than well enough. Now, the middle element of this is how we react to what happens. You don't need me to tell you that no matter how hard we try, life can be pretty unpredictable. From the weather to your lottery numbers, there are so many variables that we learn to expect the unexpected. Chances are you don't need any help in reacting to the good surprises like if you were to get the perfect lottery numbers or any any other lovely surprises that maybe aren't quite as extreme as that. But more with the occasions where things do go a little bit pear-shaped. What I've noticed is that we're much more likely to overreact when we're rushing about or under pressure even when it's reacting to the really small things that may not matter in the grand scheme of things. 
Rushing and stress tend to go hand in hand, at least for me they do. So trying to give myself some structure, some peace, really does work wonders for dealing with anything that pops up unexpectedly. Obviously, there are times when we are too busy to feel fully relaxed before we start a task. So I think saying, oh, just be calm, is completely useless and I really appreciate that. But what is useful is knowing that if you find you cope better when things are more calm like I do, often that's because in those scenarios you don't overreact straight away. You tend to take a moment, regroup, weigh the situation up and then move forwards. But that is actually what we can do in any situation, even when we're rushing around. Why? Because it takes maybe a few seconds sometimes. Overreacting tends to feed your stress and worry. Quite simply, not every problem deserves a huge reaction from you. After that, we can adapt to what may go wrong in our day. Things like running out of fuel in your car, having no hot water, or sometimes the more stressful and serious situations that are more troubling. As a human, one of your superpowers is that you can adapt to what life throws at you. It may may take a few moments and some help from others, but you can do it. That is your superpower. Take it from me, I feel like life can be a real roller coaster at times. I can go from competing at shows with my horse Daisy, being competitive and often winning a few classes here and there, to being in a hospital bed for months on end and completely alone and unable to see my family. The difference is kind of crazy. But again, as humans, we learn to adapt and what you're dealing with changes. The whole dynamic of your emotions and your expectations has to change quite literally overnight at times. But what this always brings me back to and the one consistent thing is enjoying those small moments in each day. The big ones are greater and obviously more of a pinnacle for any of us, but... What gets us through every day is usually the small things. Don't underestimate them. The last element of this episode is how we choose to live each day. This is kind of about the bigger chunks that make up our day and not just the small moments. What we can plan a little bit more. For many people, this consists of things like work, school, exercise, and anything else that you would consider a normal activity. And I say normal in speech marks because each person's normal is, of course, different. I know we don't have a huge choice in the chunks that consist of work and education, which means it's kind of easier to consider that day that has it just a work day or just a school day when in reality that is still only one chunk of your day and there is a lot more scope and opportunity to choose what to do with the other parts of your life in that day. So consider a typical nine to five day. I know this is completely stereotypical in terms of time but I'm willing to place bets that there will be at least one hour in that day when you can plan to do something for yourself that you enjoy. 
from going for a walk, settling down to watch some Netflix or any other streaming provider, I should say, taking a bath or if you're like me, sometimes just having moments with your animals and being able to connect with them. These are the big chunks in our day that we can dedicate time to so that it instead of saying it's just a work day but more of a day where you'll be working than doing your chosen activity like spending time with the animals. It kind of takes the power back in the day that you may have previously considered lost or wasted time. Again I do this a lot on my poorly days as I like to call them when I'm feeling a bit like a wet sock. Speaking of which I thought I'd just explain the term real quick. Essentially, wet sock is the term I came up with and use when I'm feeling a bit poorly. If you can imagine a wet sock, it's floppy, it's a bit uh, that's basically how I feel some days and it, I find it a better analogy than saying I need an ambulance. Anyways, on these days, whilst it's essentially more of a slow day for me, I try to spend at least an hour that isn't about being a wet sock that day. Even if it's baking some cookies, washing my hair or editing some videos with the horses, it gives me another chunk of my day and helps me feel a lot more productive. It's not always about what you do in your day but how it makes you feel and if you can leave the day on a really nice note and feeling quite positive then it's a lot more productive in that respect especially for your mental health. So whatever day lies ahead of you today, tomorrow or next week instead of presuming that it will either be wonderful or awful Bear in mind that you can do what you want with your day. How you begin, react and live your day is what matters. That's what counts. Before I go, I thought I'd update you with some news. We are hoping to launch onto Apple Podcasts next month if you continue enjoying it here on Spotify. For anyone who's jumped ship to listen, thank you for tuning in and enjoying me here. I promise we will be in more spaces soon, so I really appreciate you being here. Thank you for listening to another episode of Finding A Way. I'm your host Evie Toombs and as always I really enjoy hearing from you so please do pop me an email to the one in the show notes here or message me on social media. Hearing from you is always fun and makes this worthwhile. Some quotes directly from this episode will be available on my social media for you to see, save and enjoy. I'll be back next Monday but for now find a way not an excuse.